What's up, party people? This is your boy Frankie with another one of the Undesirables podcasts. Today, we have a lot of wonderful information for you. And if you like what you hear, please like, comment, share, and subscribe. Let's go. So what's going on, everybody? It's your boy Frankie again over here with another episode of the Undesirables podcast. Today, we're going to be very quick, very simple. And we're going to talk about some of the issues that are going around the world and around our country that should matter to you especially when it comes to your rights and your freedoms as a citizen of the United States of America. We all understand that this past week, there was an actual incident with a militia member that potentially was basically caught by the FBI trying to go to Eagle Pass and actually make an act of insurrection and actually violence as an actual domestic terrorist, because this man actually sold an actual suppressor to an undercover agent that was investigating him since about March of 2023. And we are very glad that this person particularly was caught because we don't want any kind of violence within our constitutional borders and our actual geographical constraints in any of our states. But yet again, there's a couple little extra issues with this particular incident that one can see that it could have been a little bait and more of a little push for another bill to be passed. So now I'm going to switch over to my actual visual aid. And this is something that I posted on X. And this is actually the United States District Court for the Middle District of Tennessee against Mr. Paul Facenier. And it talks that the actual date and the criminal complaint, it is January 11th, 2024. And you will be like, Frankie, why, why would that matter? Well, let me tell you. If you are paying attention to what Congress is doing, ultimately, January 11th is a very important actual date. Because on that same date, going back to our visually, you can see that Congress, actually Representative Rochkeen, last name, first name Jamie, Representative Democrat of Maryland, District 8, introduced an actual bill preventing the Private Paramilitary Activity Act of 2024. And this is what the act says itself. H.R. 6981 tucks as a bill to amend Title 18 U.S. Code to prohibit unauthorized private paramilitary activity and for other purposes. By the end, by it, be it enacted by the Senate and House Representatives of the United States of America assembled. And now we're going to read it very quickly. In general, Part 1 of Title 18 U.S. Code is amended and adding at the end, the following. This is the following. They actually talk about the definition of ammunition, armed forces, dangerous weapons, explosive and incendiary devices, firearms, large capacity magazines, the National Guard, persons, private paramilitary organizations. And this is what they defined. The term private paramilitary organizations means any group of three or more persons associated under a command structure for the purpose of functioning public or training to function in public as a combat, combat support, law enforcement, or security service unit. Regularly organized state militia. The term regularly organized state militia is included in Defense Force Authorization under Section 109, Title 32. And then, this is where it gets a little hairy for me. Because now, with this new definition, 
three or more people sitting together with a weapon on them, looking like they're patrolling, can actually be going against this law. And you will think, well, hold up, wait a minute, what about if we're in, in a range and we're just training because we just want to be proficient and responsible gun owners? According to this law, if you're engaging in any type of military tactic, you're wrong. You're violating this law. How is this even possible that it could potentially pass in the House and in the actual Senate? I don't see it. I don't think it will pass, but it is something that is in the mind of individuals. And utilizing the actual, we can call him, you know, the one token child for this particular issue, you can tell that his association with other state militias was there, was present, was actually investigated. It was looked at by the FBI. So why wouldn't they actually grab him as a poster child for this to get all the people that were associated with him under this bill just to make a point that they can do whatever they want? Going back to the visual aid, because I don't like just talking on my butt. I like actually giving you evidence. Publicly patrol, drill, or engage in techniques capable of causing bodily harm, injury, or death. And the premise for this, and this is the unauthorized private militia activity or private paramilitary activity. It shall be unlawful to knowingly in circumstance described in section B while acting in the part on behalf of a private paramilitary organization and armed with a firearm, explosive, or incendiary device, and other dangerous weapons. Now we're going to go to number two. Interfere with inter interrupt. Attempt to interfere or with or interrupt government operations and government proceedings. Interfere with or intimidate another person that is a person exercising the right under the Constitution of the United States. Assume the functions of law enforcement not Performance officer, peace officer, public officer, whether or not acting under color of law and thereby asserted the authority or purpose to assert authority over another person without the consent of the other person or train, engage in activity described in paragraph one through four. And this is where it continues to get a lot interesting because if you see, and I'm going to put the link in my actual write up in my video, you can see that. At the end of all this, there's actual civil remedies. And it basically says that if you engage in any of these things for the purpose of actually being in a paramilitary organization, your actual property can be taken away from you. And I'm looking for the actual section that it says it. Give me a second. And we're back. My apologies. Penalty. Any person who violates subsection A shall be fined under this title imprisonment not more than a year or both ex expect that in the case of violation that does not result in bodily harm and the commitment of a person who has not prior to this commission of violation be convicted of a violating a federal state law the person may be sentenced to a probationary period of one year in the case of the violation actually occurring prior convictions, it will be two years. In the case of the violation resulting in bodily harm, the person shall be fined under this title imprisonment not more than two years or both. And in the case of the violence result that results in the bodily injury and personal, the person shall be fined under this title imprisonment not more than five years or both. Or the death shall be the death, the person shall be fined under this title imprisonment any term of years for life. 
And then the forfeitures. Any person who violates subsection H shall forfeit to the United States any property, personal or real, involved in use or intended to be used in any matter part to commit, facilitate the commission of the violation or the constitutes that constitutes or the right from the proceeds or proceeds traceable to the violation. And here is the rest of it. So what I heard was basically that if you are engaging three or more than people training in any shape or form that can be constituted as a paramilitary organization and you are found guilty of, you will lose your property. So make sure that you do not hang out with your friends, three friends with a firearm on them, talking about any kind of training or any kind of thing that you went through in the military. If you were in the military, if not, some thoughts you might have. Don't do that. Because under this bill, it will be against the law. If it's passed into law, because it is not there yet. As you can see in the first stages of this particular video, you see that it is just a bill, an idea, a possibility that will be handled sometime within our near future. Now, going away from the domestic issues, Tucker Carlson spoke to Vladimir Putin. A lot of people are going against this particular notion, this idea that an actual journalist would do his actual job. I find that repulsive because in the same way that we should hear the other side of any conflict, we should totally hear the side of Vladimir Putin. I'm not saying that I agree with his actual ideas or ideologies or his mode of governance. What I agree with is the fact that a journalist is doing his or her job no matter what. And the fact that somebody's attacking Tucker Carlson, particularly because of his ideologies and what he believes in, it should be repulsive to you. It should be silly. Because at the end of the day, he's doing his job. And more so, I wish that Congress would do their job. And instead of actually just peddling to the idea that we can just have people coming through our borders illegally and to be lawful, for some reason, illegality is lawful now in the United States, which I find it very ironic. Yet again, we're funding both sides of a conflict in some shape or form. And if you don't believe me, let me show you this video. And the nays are 32. Three-fifths of the Senate, duly chosen and sworn, having voted in the affirmative, the motion upon reconsideration is agreed to. $95 billion in foreign aid to Israel, Ukraine, Taiwan. And you go like, okay, that's cool. That's not all the funding that was in there, actually. There's actually a portion of this bill that would go to Gaza, because that is what makes sense. Because it makes sense to fund both sides of a war. Now we're basically the Rothschild family. Way back when the English were fighting the French, and all of a sudden they were funding both sides. And they were able to purchase largest amounts of assets and the, the biggest the biggest transfer of wealth from one hand to another just by them having the actual possibility of going to the French side and the actual UK side in the middle of a war. They came back, and this is written in the, in the history books. If you want to look it up, please do. Double check me. I don't, it doesn't matter to me. They basically told the UK, French are winning. You need to sell your sterling pounds. They sold it. They bought it for a fraction of what they were cost because the market got flooded with sale costs. Boom, they picked them up. And then the next day, the message came that the actual British had won. That's basically what we're doing here. We have BlackRock, Vanguard going to Ukraine, 
telling them that they're going to help them, that they're going to actually, you know, help them get to the point that they need to be after this war is it's over. And now we're doing the same here in America. And for those of you who believe that the whole word militia, going back to the domestic issue, is an actual taboo, well, let me tell you that it is not. And after a little bit of research, we found the following. I'm going to put it up over here in my visual aid real quick for you to see. States and militias can be indeed organized in the United States. And let's explore a little bit further. Constitutional authority, Article 1, Section 8, Clause 16 of the United States Constitution grants Congress the power to organize, arm, and discipline the militia, govern the portion of the militia employed in the service of the United States, reserves to the states the appointment of officers and the authority to train the militia according to Congress prescribed discipline. The Supreme Court has characterized power over the militia as unlimited, except for offering or officering and train, meaning it can be exercised to any intended deemed necessary by Congress. State, state defense forces, currently 23 states and territories have organized militias commonly known as the state defense forces. SDS serve as a vital force multiplier and resources for governors, especially when the National Guard units are deployed out of state. However, SDFs are often underfunded and undersupported. Private individuals and militia duty. The term militia in the United States Constitution and state laws refers to all able body residents within a specific age ranges. Private individuals do not have the legal authority to activate themselves for militia duty outside the authority of the federal and state government. Legality of militias. The Supreme Court ruled in Presser v. Illinois, 1886, that the Second Amendment does not prevent states from banning private paramilitary organizations. This finding was reinstated in the District of Columbia versus Heller in 2008, which established that individuals' rights to bear arms for self-defense. Active militia organizations, while the two largest militias are the Oath Keepers and the Three Percentage, numerous smaller groups are across the United States. While militias can be organized, their legality and roles vary based on the constitutionality or constitutional provisions, state laws, and specific circumstances. Why did I read this to you? For you to understand that militias are not illegal in the United States of America, and for you to make your own assessment on what a militia should do, or what a militia should be defined as. Because at the end of the day, it is not unconstitutional. But it is basically, you have to go through it with a very fine cone. And the fact that now the federal government wants to ban even the word and the actual association of three or more people as paramilitary organizations, it is preposterous. Do not let this bill go through. H.R. 6981. Because at the end of the day, this is just another stepping stone for the federal government to actually come through and take possession of everything that we hold dear to me, just by hearsay. Because they can just concoct anything that they want at this point. The narrative is shifting in our country in a way that it is unparalleled. But as you can tell, it has been fought since the inception of this country, going all the way back to 1886. Even if our country got founded in 1776 and everything else, just making a statement saying that it's been more than 100 years since we've been dealing with this kind of notion. So this is not something new. It's just something that we have to continue to strive to make it better every single time. I do not agree with the violence that you know, some people can bring to our actual shores 
in our geographical actual confines, meaning the states. I don't want people to engage in any kind of violence against anybody. Come on now. All I'm saying is that voting is the most important thing. Because if you vote somebody like the person in question in that particular video or in this particular video, this is the kind of stuff you're going to get. Ideologies that are going against our constitution in every shape or form. Congress already has the power over the militias. Why are we trying to put another safeguard to it when there is no problem? Now, federal law enforcement is doing their job and they caught Mr. Faye Sr. Why don't we just let them do their job? Why do we have to put another label to it so we can grab more people that are just having a conversation? But who am I to judge? I want to leave you with this. Thank you for your time. Thank you for looking at this kind of actual reporting. Because it's quick, easy. It's something that is condensed. It's something that it is palatable. And for me to continue to do this, I need your support. So if you like this kind of reporting and you want to support our actual reporting and our actual investigation, I implore to you to give to the give, send, go slash analytics upgrade. As you can tell, I am working with some very good equipment here up to a point, but I need to do more deeper dive into some other issues and I need your support. We also want to start actually reporting out in the field, trying to go to Texas, trying to go to other states that are having issues. And we also trying to engage with people that have gone through the actual illegal immigration process that are willing to talk to us to tell us their side of the story. And I need your support to do that. Thank you for your time again. God bless you. God bless America. And I'll see you in the next Unfortunately, guys, we have come to another end of The Undesirables Podcast with your host, Frankie. If you want to continue the conversation, please follow me on social media at FrankieUSN1987, Nick's Rumble, and YouTube. Thank you again for being here, and I hope that you're here for the next one. Let's go.